0: Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shahr Tahon, based on a shiorim of Rav Asher Zelig Rubensim, Zechert Wings of Faith, episode 44, Choosing a Profession. Sharbi Tahon, chapter 3. Chobos al-babos. Now that we have explained why Hishtalas is required, and explained a little bit about how Hashem runs the world, let us return to discuss the type of job that you should take on. Man should choose a profession that fits well, with his interests and talents. Every person has a natural interest and draw to a specific field, just as even the animals have innate natures that propel them to catch their prey and support themselves by pursuing that which they need. One should choose something that is in line with his interests and talents, for there are numerous opportunities for Parnassa. Rav down the block from my yeshiva, there lives a Talmud of mine named Issachar Beri. In the music world, he's known as Suki. He learns three a learned in Brisk for many years, and was a maggid Shir in Or Dovid. The kaddish Baruch Hu gave him an amazing talent in music. I'll never forget the beautiful concerts he put on for the yeshiva when he used to practice. With his talents, he was able to support himself and marry off his children. He has an apartment in America where he spends his summers earning a living so that he can live and support his family in Eretz Yisrael for the rest of a year. When I flew to America after Tishbav for a Talmud's wedding, Suki was flying there as well. To do his work for the summer. He is someone who values Torah and makes it the focus of his life while still being involved with his shtabos to support his family. Chobos hal-babos. Once you choose a profession that makes sense and fits your interests, put in your effort and do not stop from your work, whether you find success or not. Rather, whatever happens, rely on Hashem and have bitachon that he will take care of all your needs. Rebosher. My experience has shown me that many parents worry about this and wrongfully influence their children to pursue becoming a doctor, lawyer, or other profession, despite the child's best talents and interests. Hashem is not limited in any way, and the profession is not what brings the money. When you are working, have in mind that you are fulfilling the command of Hashem to work. When you have the intention to serve Hashem in your work, eating, and marriage, you thereby elevate the mundane to the holy. Rivasher. If one works, he should say before he begins to work, I am doing a mitzvah of Ishtalos. We always want to use every opportunity as a means to connect with Hashem. B'tuchel means doing what is right and knowing that Hashem will take care of you. I was once in England visiting my dear friend, Rabbi Yehuda Leib It was during the summer, and he asked me to speak at his camp. It was the first day of camp, and he wanted me to give the opening remarks. What was I meant to say to campers who were beginning their summer vacation? I spoke for ten minutes to encourage them to learn daven and hear shiurim from the Rebbe. Then I added, you are here to rejuvenate and to exercise, so when you play sports, give it your all and try to win. In all your actions, know him, Hashem. It is a great mitzvah to take care of your body. You are here to have a good summer and to prepare yourself for the next month. It's healthy and good for you to be here, and it is thus Rasan Hashem. Make the most of your, your relaxation. They told me they were very inspired by this thought. Never think that your sustenance is dependent on one means, and that without that means you will not be provided for. Hashem has infinite ways to support you. Turn your heart towards him with complete bitachon, and you will see him taking care of you. As it says, your acumen and strength are not what bring success. It is only through Hashem's will that anything is accomplished. Zechariah 4.6 Rev. Usher, I mentioned this before, Essay 18, but want to bring it home again. Rishmul Berenbaum, Zatzal, explained that every mitzvah has a sheer required amount, such as how much matzah to eat, how large the lulav should be, and so on. With every sheer there is also a hither mitzvah, Enhancement option to add one third, Baba comma 9a, whether in size or in expenditure. After that, anyone who adds Hashem gives him more reward. There is only one mitzvah where, if you do more than the share, it is a total waste and has no value, and that is in the area of Ishtadlis. As soon as you have completed the bare minimum, you are done. Considering this fact, Rev Barenbaum Zatzal exclaimed, I am perplexed by how many Shilas I get about matzah, lulav, and other mitzvot, and the ways to enhance them, versus how few shalas I get concerning people who have met their minimum for his I want to know if they could spend more time learning each day. No one wants to waste their life, and yet they just don't ask. Rav says, I add to this that the first simon in Shulchan Aruch says that one should recite Parsha some daily. The Mishabur explains in that Parsha of Shmos 16, 18, it contains the words, One who collected more money did not bring home more, and one who collected less brought home the exact amount no more. This is to teach us that increased hishtadlus accomplishes nothing. How does one know when he met the minimum? One who sits and learns is exempt from all hishtadlus, as we've explained. One who works needs to stay on top of his or her hishtadlus meter. The Chavetz owned a store that his wife ran. As soon as they made enough money to live on for that day, they would close the shop. As Chazal tell us, Yuma 76A, one who has what to eat today and worries about tomorrow is lacking in his faith. Regarding putting aside money for the future to marry off children, there is what to discuss with your Rebbe about his shadlis. Footnote 19 calls attention to what we've mentioned earlier about the fact that one should always ask questions about whether planning for the future is considered normal his Shabbos, which according to most people, it absolutely is. This story illustrates the highest level of bitachon, which most people are probably not on. Wings of Faith continues. Baruch Hashem, my wife and I married off all of our children. When my wife and I think about the over $700,000 plus that went through our hands as immediate down payments, we certainly did not have that money. But yet, the money passed through our hands and Hashem took care of us. I never left the basement. If you go to work, then you will need to think ahead about these things and carry out normal Hishtavas, just like in your work itself. But if someone is learning, Hashem will open up the windows of heaven and throw down Parnasa. The most secure place for Parnasa is the base medrash, because then the Kadosh Baruch takes care of you and your children directly. The workforce is a hard place to be. There is bankruptcy, depression, and suicide. Remember, if someone has a drive to learn, Hashem will take care of him. In summary, there are three ingredients. There is a the Kadosh Baruch you, and the means that you pursue. Hashem is the one who is Zanam feeds, and gives sustenance. As long as your means of support are reasonable, Hashem will provide for you. I once got it over my head from my Rebbe, Shmuel Arbach, the founder of Torah Simcha. I said to him, It would be very good if Hashem made the Shidduch go through before I need to travel. He got very upset at me and said, "Yabisher does not need your Etzos. Vitachan opens doors for you. I told you about my Talmud Moshe, whose dying aunt told him about land in Herzliya, which his father had bought in Essay 35. He had enough money to marry off all of his kids. Let me add one more detail to that story. A few weeks before his daughter's wedding, I asked him if he had sold the land. He told me that he had locked in a buyer, but things got tied up. They told him they would pay him at least that value, and however much it would go up in the next few months as they worked it out. So, how did you marry off your daughter then? Another relative of mine passed away and left me enough money to marry her off. This man lived with Bitahun, and Hashem made each piece fall into place. I once gave the Bechina, entrance exam, to a Bachar whose father was trying to get his son into our yeshiva. I sent out the boy's father and talked with the student privately. I asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up. His eyes lit up and he said, I want to be a truck driver. I told him, in our yeshiva, we don't train people to drive trucks. I know that. I actually have no interest in learning, but my parents are just pushing me. I'm not even interested in trying. I told his father that we're not a match. He has to follow his passion. This concludes chapter 3 of Chobos Halbabos. We covered many important topics, including the reason why we must rely only on Hashem, the reason that one must stay busy and occupied, an understanding of why good and bad things happen in this world and the responsibility we have either to be in the working field, L'shem shemaim, or to occupy our day with Limit da Torah. As we review these lessons, internalize them and practice them, we will grow in Arbitachon and our lives will become elevated and full of happiness and fulfillment. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shah spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring Arbitachon to life, based on Mishyurim or of Ashurazeli Rubinstein Learn more and purchase at laveras.com.